last week, for some of you who were there, we looked at, at this word to be a very essential tool. When I say essential tool, I'm actually using ordinary language in the sense that in the ordinary, whenever you want to achieve something, there is what we, we use, which is called a tool, isn't it? Amen. So even in the spiritual realm, there are tools whereby if we use these tools, we shall experience a life of victory. And in this regard, the word is that tool, which if we use successfully or according to what is required, we are sure of getting the desired result. Say amen to that. So let me ask you a question. Where, what did we dwell on last week? What was it that we, we centered on? Which is supposed to be the number three. Hmm? Jesus spoke the word of authority. Yes. Jesus spoke the word of authority and what? And power. So if you wrote only authority, include power. Include power. So in speaking of the word of authority and power, it simply means the word was enabled to produce. Say amen. So it became no longer just just the word. There was an enabling. That enabling had to produce. And what was being produced from the word? Authority and what? Power. So this word, when Jesus used it, remember I told you last week, if you remember, that it was the same word the Pharisees and the scribes were using, isn't it? But you, 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 we saw that from, from the way the scribes and the Pharisees, how they were using this word, there was no enabling. In short, there were no results, isn't it? And we saw this in Luke chapter 4, verse 32 and 36, where the word of God is very clear. She was, came up with a testimony how people, when they saw what happened, verse 32, and they were astonished at his teaching. For his word was with authority. Same word, but when Jesus used it, there was a difference. Verse 36 says, And they were all amazed and spoke among themselves, saying, What a word this is! For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out. Say amen to that. So, this is how we must take this word from these teachings. Are we together? Please mark that. In other words, if you who are always here in this class, you are still going to behave like the Pharisees. You are still going to behave like the scribes who spoke the word. Hello? They taught the word, but there was no power. There was no authority. Then there's something wrong with you. I hope I'm, I'm, I'm making this very clear. The teaching which I'm bringing to you are teaching to show you that this word is a tool God has given us to successfully live a Christian life successfully, victorious, to still behave like the Pharisees is an insult to what Christ came to do, to do for us. It's an insult. That's what the Bible says, to him much is given. Much is what? Expected. You are here. Should have stayed home. Maybe so don't hear what I'm teaching. <laughs> so maybe you are going to be given an excuse and say, no, I didn't know, I didn't know. I don't know how God was going to listen. But unfortunately, you are here. So meaning, to, meaning that for you is here, you still behave like the Pharisees. It's very dangerous. Remember, are you getting what I'm saying? So we see the divine authority of this word. Remember I told you from Matthew 21, 
about the fig tree. Remember that? I was closing with that one. Where Jesus just spoke to this, ah, you, fig tree. I'm expecting to eat fruit. You're not there. No fruit from today. No more. The moment he spoke, the authority, the power worked. It produced the tree with that, the fig tree with that. I pray for you. As you speak this word with the authority that it is, that it that is meant to be, I hear victory coming from you. So let's go further today. Other areas of the power of the spoken word. Meaning we want to see transition from Jesus Christ. Because someone will say, oh man, he was Jesus Christ, he was the son of God. So let's go further to see other areas or other people that the word became with power, it came with power and authority. So if we read in uh, Luke chapter 8, let's go to Luke chapter 8, verse 22, 25. We are looking at other situations. Who is reading verse 22, 25? Please quickly. Now it came to pass on a certain day that he went into a ship with his disciples. And he said unto them, Let us go over unto the other side of the lake. And they launched forth. 23. Yes. He saw asleep. And there was and there came down a storm in of a wind on the lake. And they were filled with water and were in jeopardy. And they came into to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we perish. Then he rose and rebuked the wind and the uh, raging of the water, and they ceased, and there were and there was a calm. And he said unto them, Where is your faith? And they and they being afraid wondered, saying one to another, What manner of man is this? For he commanded even the winds and the water, and they obeyed him. They marveled. And they were afraid and marvel, saying to one another, Who can this be? May that be true with you. Amen. May people in your area, when they see this word becoming what it's supposed to be, may they be perplexed in the name of Jesus. Amen. They shall wonder because the word shall become life through you in Jesus' name. Amen. And they marveled, said, Ah, who can this be for? He commands even the winds and water, and they obeyed him. Remember, it was a scenario where they were in the boat. The boat was getting water. The storm was heavy. And what they knew as fishermen. You remember, Peter's were fishermen. I mean, they spent their life on the lake, isn't it? So they understood they could read this storm is not good. Amen? And they knew this one is going to take us down. So they went to wake him up. Master, master. When he woke up, what did he do? He used the word. He spoke the rema. Qua. You wind, I command you, go back, stop. Whatever ways he used, the sea became still. Hallelujah. The sea became what? Still. It's like there was no wind anymore before. Meaning, if you were to, people were, if you were to tell people, no, there was too much wind, to say, no, this one is too calm. Hear me. There is what you can do. This word is given for to you and me to use. In whatever situation, say amen to that. Amen. I repeat, in whatever situation, we can calm the storm. There are so many storms which we are passing through. I remember sometimes we pray, God, if you don't do this, shut the mouth of the lion. Flow in morning. Whoever was threatening, they'll be mute. We have seen this word work. I'm telling you the truth. Let's go to another situation. Luke chapter 9, verse 16 and 17. Quickly, please. Luke chapter 9. Verse 16 and 17. 
the Bible reads, Then he took the five rocks and the two fishes, and looking up to heaven, he blessed them, and broke and gave to the disciples to set before the multitude. And they did it, and were all filled. And there was taken up of fragments that remained to them twelve baskets. Can you imagine? Took the, the five loaves and the two fish. What did he do? Looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke and gave them to the disciples to set before the mouth. So they all ate and were filled with twelve baskets of the leftover. Just a word prayer. Lord bless this. Multiply this. What is it that you are looking for? Hear me. There is power in this word. Amen. All you need is to connect. Huh? Connect the blood with Jesus. Say amen to that. Amen. Let's look at another scenario in Mark chapter 2. We are looking at instances now. Mark chapter 2 and verse 9 to 4. Mark chapter 2. Quickly please. Which is easier? Yeah. To say to the sick of the house, Thy sins be forgiven thee. Or to say, Arise, and take up thy bed, and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sin. I say unto you, Arise, and take up the bed, and go thy way into thy house. And immediately he rose, took up the bait and went forth before them all, insomuch they, that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw it on this uh, shore. Immediately he took, took up the bait and went out in the presence of them all, so that all were amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw anything like this. Jesus spoke the way. This man was brought couldn't rise, couldn't do nothing, but by the power of the word, he took up the bed and arose and he went. People were saying, we have never seen something like this. I pray for you. May this become a reality in your life. Amen. In this ministry. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So number four, what we want to look at is believers are also given this word of authority and power. That's number four now. Believers are given. Say they are given. The word of authority and power. And the first we can look at is Mark chapter 16 to show you that this is for all. Now, in Mark chapter 16, Mark chapter 16, let's, let's, see, let's start from verse 16 to 20. Mark 16, verse 16. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. But whoever does not believe will be condemned. Verse 17. And these signs will accompany those who believe. Who do what? Who do what? What will, what will happen to the, the, those who believe? They will be what? Please mark that. It's very important. Okay, go ahead. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. 18. They will pick up snakes with their hands. When they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people, and they will get well. After the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven. 
and he sat at the right hand of God. Verse 20. Then the disciples went out and preached everywhere, and the Lord worked with them and confirmed his work and the service that accompanied it. Hallelujah. And they went from 16. And they went out and preached everywhere. Say everywhere. everywhere. May that be true with you. Don't just sit. Don't just say, no, me, me, me. Uh -uh. Go out and preach the word. And listen to what happened. When you go out, in knowing that you carry with you the word. And the Lord working with them. Say the Lord. The Lord. Working with us. Working with us. Meaning, every time you step out to do his assignment, just know that you are no longer alone. You are no longer on your own. There should be an accompaniment. Say amen. amen. And the Lord working with them. And not only just working with them, confirming the word. Confirm. You say confirm. confirm. You know what that means? It simply means there is authority. There is power. Amen. amen. Mark 16. Huh? The Lord working with them. Confirming. Meaning when you speak the word, there will be a confirmation. Amen. Hello. Amen. I say there will be a confirmation. Amen. And the Lord, they went out and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them and confirming the word through. Say through. through. That's enabling now. Through the accompanying signs. The accompanying what? Signs. Meaning in the, in the way God and Jesus Christ positioned you and me as a believer. Is this. This word cannot just be a word without signs. Amen. Without power. Amen. I hope you are catching this. Amen. The way it has been designed, the way God packaged you when it comes to the word, this word can never just be a mute word. It can't. It's not designed like that. It's designed from the beginning. In the beginning, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. And God what saw the earth was of that form, isn't it? And what did he do? He spoke the word. Let there be. Hallelujah. From the beginning, this thing of accompanying with the signs, it started from the beginning, from creation. Amen. It's not a now thing. <clears throat> it's not a New Testament thing. No. Just that in between, the people made the word look like it's useless. So that's why Jesus Christ, one of the assignments of Jesus Christ was to show you how it can be. And that's why as word encounter, us is to show the evidence, the proof that Jesus Christ is still alive. Hallelujah. Amen. Through the accompanying signs. And he says, Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So believers enabled to make things happen and produce desired results. So you and me have been enabled Hmm? to make things happen. Say amen. amen. And produce the desired results. Hallelujah. So let's go to Matthew 28, verse 18. Matthew 28. Verse 18 to 20. Are we there? I have a question. Yes, um, I want to understand the 
for these things to to happen to us according to, to how we are right here, for us for the science to follow us even as we speak away. What is our role for these things to be happening in us? You know, all the time we're reading and just do ourselves into say, yes, it will happen like this. What is our role? Practice. Practice. As long as you don't practice, you, you, you never even know that God can use you. Remember there was a time, whether it was last week or the other, I remember, where I told you from here, go and practice. Eh? Speak to, to, your, to, your, to, your, to your shop. shop. People must come and buy. I told you. Now, if you didn't do it, it's his fault. Eh? You find your neighbor is sick. Take advantage. You neighbor, who told you that you can be sick when I'm around? <laughs> uh, you start like that. You say, who told you to be sick? I know. You are near me. You can't be sick. In the name of Jesus Christ, you demon, whatever you are, come out of this person. You see the results. The only problem we have is we don't want to do what we are told to do. We make this word lame. Hello. Okay, let's read. Now, practicing is one thing, but to be ready for it is another thing. Yes, child of God who, who, who follow what Jesus says. Acts chapter 1 verse 8, what does it say? So, go, go that route. Go that route. Okay, let's read. We'll start from this. Uh-huh. Matthew 28, verse 18. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Verse 19. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Verse 20. And teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always, to the very end of the world. And surely, he says what? He says what? I'll be what? Are you alone? See, you've got this assurance. That's why I'm emphasizing. You have this assurance that what when you step out, when you speak, knowing that I'm going because just say I must go. If you can just get hit of this, say, I'm no longer alone, you see what will happen. I've always reminded you what is the what is our, our how do we how do we say faith is in your head and like, Say it again. You know what that means? Simply means when you do what you have said, you allow God, you are now applying faith, you are seeing God to do, it's no longer you saying it. Hello. Amen. It's no longer you who is doing it. That is faith. You are simply saying, Jesus Christ, here you, here, here you come. Do it. And it's him who is going to do it. The results will show like it's you. Hello. The results will what? Show like, that's why people will come to you. People will look at you like yes, you are the one. But because you know the secret, that the secret is, wherever I step out to do God's will, he is with me. Amen? And I apply faith. What is faith? I must see God doing it. I must see Jesus Christ doing it. The moment you learn it that way, I'll tell you the truth, you won't fear. Amen. The only time you want to fear is when you think it's you. Mm. 
Now, when you look at yourself, you know how much you felt. Hello? You know how much wicked you have been. So you say, ah, oh, no, sing a finger, sing a, whatever you say. Aha. Uh-huh. Because you are looking at yourself. You are no longer allowing God, you are no longer allowing Jesus to say, Jesus, you have accompanied me to do it. I'm praying for this person. This person is not feeling well. Jesus, you are the healer. Hello? Amen. I hope you are catching this. If you want to see results, listen to me, remove yourself. Remove yourself from the battle. See God doing it. I've always told you the example of King Asa in 2 Chronicles chapter 14. He's faced with a larger army. His army is small. What does he say to God? Do not allow this people to defeat you. He has removed himself from the battle. He has told God, God, if the defeat is you, is defeated, not me. You read that scripture, you see how God went ahead to, to, to work those Ethiopians. Are we together? Amen. So believers are given. See, they are given. They are given. The word of authority and power. If you can just cut that. We are, you are no longer just your own. In John chapter 17, verse 8. Read it. So we want to see how Jesus gave his authoritative, powerful ways of God to us. John 17, verse 8. Quickly, please. Mm. For I gave them the words you gave me, and they accepted them. They knew with certainty that I came from you, and they believed that you sent me. Look at what Jesus is saying to his father. It's a prayer Jesus was praying to his father. See, he says, I've given them, I have given to them the words which you gave which you have given me. Catch that. Meaning to say, what Jesus Christ is saying here is, God, when you sent me to come, you gave me what to say. Hello. Wherever I went, I spoke your word. Meaning, he was saying, God, here's a sick, a sick person. You are the healer. Heal. Heal. Here is the storm. God, calm the storm. That's what he's saying. So now it goes further. He says, For I have given to them the words which you have given me. So he's saying, What you gave me to do, to say, I've transferred this to them. If you can catch that, you will no longer be a baby cry child, a believer. You will now know that the words that you are speaking, they originate from God the Father. Through his son Jesus Christ. Now you are only doing it the way he wants you to do it. Can I hear a big amen? Amen. Now, this is what we call, I'm giving you an exegesis. I'm now provoking you to know that if you can't do it, it's because you are too proud. Because ignorance now have removed from you. The only reason why you won't function the way you're supposed to function is that you are too proud. Are you catching what I'm saying? Amen. You are too proud. Too proud in the sense that you said, ah, no, me, I won't, I won't do it. Even if you have said, I won't, me, I'll just be doing things the way I know it, the way I have been behaving. So he says, you have given me and they have received them and they have known sure that I came forth from you and they have believed 
that you sent me. If you want to see this true, go to Luke chapter 9. When he sent them out. Remember we talked about it last week. When he sent them, he says, go. I give you power. You remember? Amen. I give you power. And they went. In chapter 10, he sent again the 70. When they returned in verse 17 of Luke chapter 10, what happened? They said, ah, Jesus. The chitical. Ha. The chitical. Even demons were subject to me. Can you imagine Jesus? I tell this demon, you, get out. And he says, yes, sir. Yes, I'm going. That shocked them. But what you should learn from there is just what we are reading here. That Jesus was given waste by his father. He applied them and they worked. So what did he just do? He also got the same words, gave it to what? The disciples. And the disciples received the way. That's what the Bible is saying. And they went out and things were happening. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I pray for you. Amen. May this be true with you. Amen. May you be a child who will know that this is no longer about me. Amen. It's about the one who sent me. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because in the same John, verse 20, Chapter 20, verse 21. Read it. To show you that this is what he meant. 20, verse 21. John 20, 21. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. As what? The Father has sent you. So, what's your problem? The problem with most of us is this. We, one, either we don't believe we have been sent. We believe we are just sending ourselves. Now, if you go that way, yes, it's true. Nothing will happen because you have sent yourself. But the moment you believe that this is what God, this is what Jesus wants you to do and to be, eh? you believe that this is what he wants you to be and to do as a sent one. Eh? You will remove yourself from any issue. You go there as an ambassador. Have you ever heard of ambassadors? Yeah. Ambassadors, they represent what? Countries. Isn't it? When an ambassador is in Australia, you know what? He, he, it's like he's HH himself. What he speaks, he speaks not as himself. Say amen. So Jesus here is saying, as my father sent me, so you, Nancy, I'm sending you. So if Nancy is careful, she will not live without being sent. She will live knowing that she has been what? Sent. So when she lives with that understanding, whatever she will be doing, may she know that it's not about herself. Amen. May she know that this is about the one who sent me. Are you catching that? Amen. To know that I have been sent. So when you see a battle, don't put yourself in the battle, please. Don't. From this teaching, don't. Just know this battle is not mine. That's what the Bible says. The battle belongs to who? Now, how many of you still believe that the battle belongs to God? The problem is we don't want to take scripture and apply it the way it is coming. We want to say, okay, yes, it worked for, 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 for Gajam, but to me it can't work. Because you refuse to allow scripture, you, res, you refuse to allow the word of God to be the word of God. Are we together? Amen. Are we together? Amen. Now, 
this has to do with this word given to believers. The word with authority and power. Say amen. So you must know also that this word, it carries with it authority. Let's look at Proverbs 20, verse 21. Uh, Proverbs 18. <coughs> Proverbs 18, verse 20 and 21. Quickly, please. Proverbs 18. Some of these don't even need to refer. You know them by memory. Quickly, please. Proverbs 18. Are you catching something? Are you sure you're being provoked? It reads, uh, a man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips, he shall be filled. 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Now it says, a man's stomach shall be satisfied. From the fruit of his mouth. <laughs> Meaning, what to speak. Eh? Eventually, it will produce something to go into your tummy. Hello? So be careful with your mouth. Hello? All it is saying is, don't underrate your mouth. Ah. Most of the results you see are as a result of your mouth. That's why others will say no. Is it me who said it? Is it you? Me. Why? Because they are shocked that the results which have come are not what they thought they were supposed to have. But because they spoke. Hello. Amen. You know when the police arrest you, what do they say? Eh, whatever you say shall be used against you. They have been telling you in advance. Say, whatever you say shall be used against you. All they are saying is, your mouth has so much power that it will feel. I hope you're catching something. Now, it works positively and negatively. What do I mean by positive? Meaning, if there are good things you speak, good things will also come. If there are bad things you speak, bad things will come. That's, uh, that's how it works. That's the power, okay? So it says what? It says what? It says, from the produce of his lips, he shall be filled. Produce of his lips. You know, lips, they go together with mouth. Hallelujah. Now, verse 21 says, death and life. Yeah, those are extreme ends of anything. It's either you are dead or you are alive. Now, here, how bad this one is. It says, uh, in the power, say power, power, of the tongue. So what you say, it can produce death or it can produce life. That's how dangerous that's what I was telling you. That if you can catch what Jesus was saying, that this word has so much authority, has so much power, that when you go out, you use this word, you demon, come out. And you know that it's no longer you. You are speaking. Just know it will obey in Jesus' name. Amen. Are you catching something? Amen. Why? Because the mouth, the lips, the tongue have got power. Now, it also now depends on the source. So, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. Meaning, if you use it, you are mandated to what? To eat. I pray for you. Amen. I said, I pray for you. Amen. From today, yes. as you open mouth, 
I hear life coming from you. Amen. I said, I hear life coming from you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So let us not underestimate what this word carries with it. Let us use this word in a manner that you people will begin to respect you. Say amen. Amen. Look at Matthew chapter 12, verse 37. Matthew 12, verse 37. For by thy words thou shalt be justified. And by thy words you shall be condemned. If you heard that, you wait. You wait, I do what? Justify you? Or what? Condemn you. Be careful. But the good thing is this. We are used talking about uh, taking the word. Remember, this is the authority of God's word, isn't it? Meaning, if you take this word, it will produce it. Results. I hope you're catching this. Amen. This word is so powerful. Use it. Use it. Luke chapter 4, verse 4. What does it say? Luke chapter 4, verse 4. And it just it says it is written. Amen. Hello. Amen. It is what? Written. Very important. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every. Say every. Every. I hope you're catching that. But by every word of God, every word, meaning this word of God, you can live with it. Hello. That's why, you know, there are some prophets who have abused this word. You come and say, no, you like prophets. Bring money. Hello. Bring what? Money. After you've given money, just I'm telling you, people have abused this word. You know what they've abused it because they've seen it works. Hello? And people are ready to pay when they see that it works. Even those who are lying, they know that some people have lied because they've now known what to say. They know Nancy likes talking about finances. So if she comes to me, she's talking about um, I said, I see your home is poor enough. Me, I know that is so I see that now I'm not saying that that cannot be true. That is no, I'm saying it. Others have manipulated that. You know what I'm talking about? But that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is that this weight is so powerful. It's so powerful that if today you decide, say, God, I've made up my mind from today, this way will work for me. I'll speak it, I'll read it, and I'll apply it. In the name of Jesus. So Jesus lived and ministered by the power and authority of the words the Father gave him. Say amen. Amen. John chapter 7, verse 46. Now, you are writing those things, but when you reach home, find time. Go through them. Reflect. John 7, verse 46. John 7, 46. Mm. The officers answered, No man has spoken like this. No man has ever spoken like this. They were amazed. When they heard Jesus speak, they said, No man. May that be true with you. Amen. That from today, yes. people shall know that you have been sent. Amen. People shall know that you speak the word of God. So the word of God, which is the word of authority, which is the word of power, will always justify us. Will always heal us. Will always empower us. Will always give us victory in Jesus' name. Amen. I said in Jesus' name. Amen. So, for today, that's what I want you to go with from here. If I were you, I'm going to practice it. Amen. To show you that this is powerful. Go and ask if you know of any witch why the 
fly. If you watch, you like watching Nigerian. You watch these people, they will do like this. They will speak. What about what about what about you have seen that? You know what? They're speaking. And have, have you seen that it happens? Now, why do you think it should not happen? From the source of this, who is God? You allow the witches to practice and to wait for them. You, you don't want to practice for it. Come out of that. Amen. I said, come out of that. Amen. Reach a stage where you say, God, I believe that this is your word. And this word has power. This word has authority. I'll apply it. I'll use it. Like I told you, Jesus says he was using the word from his father, isn't it? And what did he say? The same words. He says, he's do, he's do, doing what? It's giving to us. Meaning you and me today, we can use these words and it will work for us. Amen. In any situation. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It's my prayer that God has spoken to you, has encouraged you to know that you are not on your own. Amen. Remember, you have been sent out. As my father has sent me, so do I send you. Meaning the words you use are no longer your words, but the words of Jesus Christ. Say amen. Amen. Rise up and begin to thank God.